Hi, Andy Clark here. This is a new Here in Holland interview podcast. My guest this time is the satirical blogger Stuart Billinghurst, better known as Invader Stu. Stu is a Brit and has been in the Netherlands for quite some time. But don't worry, he still lives in total chaos. I am extremely accident prone. I've got myself into all these weird situations. There's a lot of misinterpretation. And her reply was, Oh, I thought he was mentally disabled. Some interesting lost in translation stories. The best way to tell it is what she said. She basically looked at my parents with a big smile and said, Stuart is becoming an excellent cock. And a unique take on all things Dutch. But when you say Dutch circle party to any expat, they instantly know what you mean. Because it's a very organised party. So keep listening for some guaranteed laughs and some peculiar insights. I caught up with Invader Stu in Amsterdam. One, two, one, two, one, two. All right. Okay. Uh, can you just introduce yourself first so I know how loudly you'll be speaking? Yep. Uh, my name is Stuart Bellinghurst and I'm the writer of invadingholland.com. Okay, Stuart, thank you for joining the Here in Holland uh, podcast, the, the expert, expert, expat podcast aimed at giving internationals the inside uh, track on life in the Netherlands. You run the Invading Holland blog. How did you come up with the name? Uh, I actually, I already knew that I wanted to write a blog and I was struggling to come up with a name. Uh, until there was, on television, there was uh, this cartoon called Invader Sim. So I kind of stole the name from there. And then uh, it was only later that I kind of thought, once I'd got a bit established, that maybe calling a blog Invading Holland while living in a country that was once invaded and occupied wasn't maybe the smartest idea, but then I kind of stuck with it as a kind of tongue-in-cheek thing because really I just kind of accidentally came here, so it's definitely not any kind of invasion. Did you ever get any feedback then on the name, the invading thing? Funny enough, not actually. Um, no one's ever complained about it. I've only ever had one complaint from a Dutch person about my blog, and it wasn't about the name. They just didn't seem to like what I was writing. That's the only time that's ever happened. What's your blog about? Uh, it's mainly about my life here in Holland. I kind of have the tagline for it, the story of an accent-prone Englishman living in the Netherlands, because I am extremely accent-prone. I've got myself into all these weird situations with the Dutch and language misunderstandings and, and things like that. So that's mainly what I write about and my observations of Dutch and the Dutch culture as well. Can you give an example then of one of those uh, embarrassing situations that your readers found uh, particularly uh, interesting on the blog? <laughs> there was one that happened a couple of years ago. Um, I was with my wife. I, I have a Dutch wife. And we were visiting a friend of hers who is also Dutch. And... On this particular day, I was determined that I was only going to speak Dutch because um, I figured that's the only way I'm ever going to learn. My, my Dutch isn't that brilliant. So we arrived there. I, I said hello in Dutch and, and doing all the greetings in Dutch. And uh, my wife's friends seemed to catch on as well what was happening. So she would respond to me in Dutch as well. And occasionally I wouldn't quite understand something. So they would repeat it very slowly or in more simpler words so I could understand. So I was sort of doing okay occasionally I was still zoning out but then at one point a friend of my wife's friend that we didn't know showed up as well and she was sitting there with us and we're chatting and occasionally I'm sort of mumbling through in my my bad Dutch and they're repeating things for me in a much slower much easier way and this this girl she doesn't know us and I signed it start to notice she's sort of giving me these kind of sympathetic looks and I thought, well, she probably knows, you know, that Dutch. It's a very hard language. I'm struggling through it. And uh, 
the more I talk and the more they're repeating things for me in very basic ways. And as she's looking at me more and more sympathetic and she's almost starting to look a little uncomfortable and I sort of realize what's happening. So I decided the next time someone talks to me, I'm going to test my theory. So the next time someone talked to me in Dutch, I replied in English and she suddenly looked completely shocked. She didn't know what was going on. And my wife called onto this as well, and she said to him, uh, my, my man is Engels, which means uh, my husband's English. And her reply was, oh, I thought he was mentally disabled. So I'd actually convinced her I was Dutch, but because they had to talk to me in such basic manners and I was replying in such basic manners, she thought I was uh, mentally disabled. Okay, so your best intentions of, of trying to speak Dutch put you into a strange, uh, strange position. Um, yeah. when you st- why did you start the blog in the first place? What was the idea? And when did you start it and why did you start it? Um, I just knew that I wanted to do something on the internet, but I wasn't entirely sure what. And uh, a flatmate of mine uh, got into blog reading. I hadn't even heard of blogging at the time. And he was uh, showing me all these blogs he read, so I got into them. And then I thought, well, this is... This is something I could do because I had all these crazy stories, not not that one yet, but other ones of, of things, action-prone things were happening to me that people seemed to enjoy when I was telling them in person. So I thought, oh, I'll create a blog around that and, and write it. And then the cartoons kind of came into it later as well, and it just grew from there. Okay, because you're, you're a cartoonist as well, or a designer. You work for a famous gaming company in Amsterdam. Are we allowed to name it? Yeah, yeah. I work for Guerrilla Games uh, here in Amsterdam, and we're making uh, Horizon Zero Dawn for the PlayStation 4. That is so cool. And we're actually sitting in a soundproofed uh, cinema that you have in your building to show uh, clients the latest games you've developed, which is, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I managed to sneak us both in, so... Okay, we snuck in under the radar, which was the alternative to McDonald's, which is it's got to be going up in in the world. Um, tell me another funny story from your blog. Uh, another funny one. Uh, one of the the language mix-ups that happened was the first time my uh, wife's parents and my parents met. Uh, we weren't married just yet then, but we were all meeting together at her parents' place uh, up in Friesland, where we now live as well. And we decided we were going to cook for them all. So my my wife and girlfriend were in the kitchen cooking, and my 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 parents and her parents are sitting around the table nearby together, and they're chatting a little bit. And then my mother-in-law, uh, who can speak a bit of English but not a whole lot, it's actually got a lot better since she's known me, because uh, she gets to practice more. She wanted to say something in English to my parents about our cooking. Unfortunately, she sort of mixed Dutch and English in a way. That is well. The best way to tell it is what she said. She basically looked at my parents with a big smile and said, "Stuart is becoming an excellent cock." Of course, the Dutch word for cook is cock, K-O-K, but it sounded completely different in English. So, my parents, being English, looked completely shocked. Like, <gasps> what is she saying? My mum, uh, my 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 wife. Uh, just and me just completely fell about laughing and then she explains to her mum what she'd actually just said and then she was just horrified saying oh no no that's not what I meant that's not what I meant but uh, that kind of thing happens a lot and also I make a lot of those mistakes in Dutch as well okay and did your parents survive the shock yeah yeah they've got over it now and we still take the mickey out of my mother-in-law for that one as well she's still mortified by it <laughs> okay that's a, that's a good one that's, we mentioned just briefly a second ago that you're also a cartoonist and your blog features uh, a character with with red hair ginger hair and a big beard that's you yeah yeah that's me it's sort of it's a slightly stylized version of me he has slightly less weight but uh, <laughs> it's a cartoon i started drawing um when i was in college actually i did these little comic strips of 
kind of the crazy things me and my friends got up to. And it was only after I'd been writing the blog for a little while that I thought, I can actually use some of those cartoons in the blog as well. And now it's just become such a big part of it, a big part of the identity. You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast with me, Andy Clark. I'm talking to satirical blogger Stuart Billinghurst, better known as Invader Stew. He lives in a world full of chaos, but you know, he kind of likes it that way. In a few minutes, Stew talks about one of his most popular items on the blog. So I have this series of uh, warning signs that you're becoming Dutch, um, which uh, have done really well. Uh. That's coming up in just a minute. First, a shout-out to get in touch with me if you have stories to share. Alongside this interview podcast, there's also the Story Edition, where people share tales of life in the Netherlands. You can contact me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. There's an email, hereinholland at gmail.com. There's a WhatsApp number too. If you're outside the Netherlands, it's plus 31, and then it is 6, 12, 42, 83, 87. And if you're inside the Netherlands, you drop the 3-1 and add a 0 to the beginning. All of these details are in the show notes and also on the website hereinholland.com. And please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. It's available via iTunes and Android. It's all free and super simple, but if you do need a guide, then there is lots of stuff on the website here in Holland.com. Okay, back to Invader Stew. What do you like about the Netherlands briefly, and, and what gets up your nose still about being in the Netherlands? I really like the the laid back attitude here. Um, when I, I love London, but whenever I go back, I'm just aware that everything around me is just so stressful and so busy. Where here it's the complete opposite. Everyone's slower, laid back. Um, so that that just feels a lot better. The one thing that does still really get up my nose, and I even had it this morning, and this will make me sound incredibly English, is the Dutch do not know how to queue. <laughs> what happened? Um, it's just what happens every time I get the train. It, when the train arrives and just a huge crowd of people just appear around the doors and they're all pushing elbows and everything to get in. And and I know probably being English, I have this idealized version of queuing that doesn't really happen anymore in England either, but it, it just brings out my English side like, come on, other people were here first. Oh, yeah. Can't we just get on in an orderly manner? Do, how do you deal with, do you ever try and sort of confront people and say, right, you know, I'm going to form a queue here? I have never done that, but I, I I have to say I have sort of adopted some of the Dutch mentality of, right, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Um, uh, on your blog, you have a, a, a section on some of the most popular blogs are about Dutch circle parties. Mm. Run me through that. What's what's the, what's your idea? What's your take on Dutch circle parties? Briefly explain what it is and, and how do you recommend people deal with it? Uh, a Dutch circle party is is basically a Dutch birthday party. But when you say Dutch circle party to any expat, they instantly know what you mean. Because it's a very organized party. There will literally be a ring of chairs that everyone will sit on. And you'll come in, you'll say, Gefeliciteerd uh, to everyone there, which means congratulations. So you actually congratulate everyone who knows the person whose birthday it is, which took me a little while to get used to. Especially because not understanding Dutch, when people were shaking my hand at first saying Gefeliciteerd, I thought they were introducing themselves. And it was a very complicated Dutch name. Uh, one big family. 
Yes, exactly. So they would say Christine and I say, ah, Stuart, hello, <laughs> which they thought was very weird. But um, then, yeah, you're sitting in the circle and you get a cup of tea and you get a cake and you're sort of sitting there chatting to the person to the left or the right to you. And there'll be every generation of the family there, children, grandparents and everything in between. And and what's your tactic for dealing with that then? Because it can be a bit, if you're not a fluent Dutch speaker and everybody's speaking Dutch around you, you can feel a bit isolated and, yeah, you feel a bit of a pillock after a while, of course. I don't know if I've really actually found a strategy for dealing with it yet. Um, usually I sort of try and find someone I know and I latch onto them. Luckily, uh, in our friend circle, there's a couple of other English husbands, so we usually sort of are sitting together chatting. Because, yeah, it can be quite stressful when you're the only English one there. And you're sitting in this circle and at some point everyone in the room realizes you're English and they suddenly want to practice their English with you. So just the eyes of the entire room are suddenly on you. So that can be a bit scary to go from being ignored to everyone focusing on you. Do you get comments from Dutch people on your blog? Because you're you're commenting, obviously, in a funny way, a satirical way about life in the Netherlands. The title of the blog is uh, Invading Holland. Did you get comments from Dutch people? Yeah, I get a lot of uh, comments. Luckily, all positive ones. They they really enjoy... I, I think that's a, a big thing about the Dutch, actually, uh, about their style of humour. It's slightly similar to the English one in that way as well. They don't mind having the piss taken out of them. Um, they uh, they find it funny to see an outsider's view and an opinion of them. And uh, a few of them actually, with the Dutch circle party thing, they said, oh, we never realized that was weird. But yeah, now you point it out. It is kind of strange. Um, I've only ever had one negative comment from a Dutch person. Um, but from the way his comment was written, it was very obvious he didn't really read any of my stuff or didn't get that it was meant as a joke. He thought. Some what was the comment then? Uh, it was it was something along the lines of, oh, you, very sarcastically, oh, you're being so original, Englishman in in Holland, taking making uh, taking the Mickey out of the the Dutch. Why don't you go back home? And and I wasn't even offended by it. I was kind of like, oh, my my first uh, negative uh, comment. I sort of feel strangely proud by this. I'm still going to delete it anyway, but. <laughs> Must be doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> um, where can people find your blog? Uh, they can find my blog at www.invadingholland.com. Uh, I'm also on Facebook there. They can find me there. And on Twitter, I'm at invader underscore stew. Right. Okay. Um, what is, if just a final uh, anecdote, maybe a story you could tell us, what is, what is the kind of thing you're most proud of, the blog you think is the funniest or the most successful that you've written or one that really stands out for you? Uh, the thing I've noticed works really well is the the kind of stuff that other expats can recognise as their because they've had similar experiences or or, or the Dutch also kind of recognise that they do themselves. So I have this series of uh, warning signs that you're becoming Dutch, um, which uh, have done really well. I have things in there like um, you now consider mayonnaise its own food group because mayonnaise go crazy for Dutch on the on the fries and things like uh, you put uh, ice cream uh, sprinkles on your bread because the Dutch have hakkelslag, which is a kind of chocolate thing that they put on the bread. So it's all kind of taking the the mickey out of um, normal Dutch habits, but I'm just kind of putting a bit of a spin on them or kind of looking at like how crazy some of these things are. Things like you uh, you own a pair of um, either a an orange fluffy uh, feather boa or an orange cowboy hat or something like that, because you know, here there's... A, King's Day, which used to be Queen's Day, where the whole country dresses up in kind of novelty orange items. So, you know, if you're Dutch, you, you have one of those items in your cupboard for when that time comes around and, and all different kind of things like that. And uh, another thing about 
the Becoming Dutch thing, something that I'm, I'm actually quite proud of was at one time uh, I was talking with a co-worker of mine here uh, about my blog and I mentioned about you know being an expat and writing as an expat view and he just said to me, no, Stuart, you've, you've been here way too long. You can't, you, you're not an expat anymore. You can't consider yourself an expat. So I said, well, okay, then what, what am I? And he said, at this point, you're just a Dutchman who speaks bad Dutch. Well, that's a nice comment. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, your wife is Dutch. Yeah. Uh, do you ever get any sort of, you know, critique from, from her when she thinks, you know, you're maybe going too far with this uh, humor about the Dutch? Um, no, actually. Well, no, there is one. Um, I There's have, always one. Yeah. I have to be very careful of what I say about Sinterklaas. Uh, Sinterklaas is, is considered holy by the Dutch. So... Um, and, and and it's not about Svartapit even because she's sort of uh, she's grown up with it, but she's kind of now seen it through my eyes. So we we kind of have a different view of it, but she kind of sees the kind of it, uh, the view of it that everyone else, uh, non-Dutch people, have as well. But Sinterklaas himself, I have to be very careful about some of the things I say, and I've published a few things where she's been like, eh, "That wasn't so funny." <laughs> okay, okay, self censorship for for the best of reasons. Yeah. Yeah, and I, uh, funny enough, I I try not to censor myself too much, because um, in the beginning I was also where my parents were reading this thing, and um, of course, there's one story I have on there about the one time I tried space cake. I don't do that kind of thing a lot, but I tried it one time, and I was really thinking, should I write this story? Because I know my parents are going to read it, but I just thought, no, I'm not, I'm not going to edit myself. I'm just going to write it and put it out there, and uh, they were, f- they were, they thought it was funny as long as I never did it again. They haven't tried it themselves. No, although, funny enough, whenever my mum and dad visit, it kind of gives me a small insight into what my dad must have been doing in the 60s because he always recognises the smell of weed as we're passing the coffee shops. Stuart Billinghurst, also known as Invader Stew, from the satirical blog invadingholland.com. You've been listening to the Here in Holland podcast. This is the interview edition... Alongside this interview podcast, there's also a story edition where people share tales of life in the Netherlands. If you want to share your story, then you can contact me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. There's email here in Holland at gmail.com and there's a WhatsApp number too. All of these details are in the show notes and they are also on the site hereinholland.com. And please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. It's available in iTunes and Android. All super simple. If you can use any app, you can get into podcasting. Just download an app and then search for Here in Holland. If you do need a guide, then go over to the website hereinholland.com and everything is explained for you there too. And one last thing, please give me a rating and a review in your podcast app or online, particularly iTunes. I would love to hear what you think. All righty. From me, Andy Clark, until next time, and thanks for listening.